everybody. Everybody, good evening. Yes, you are tuned into another episode of 180 Degrees. Yeah, yeah. With myself and Zozo. Yes. Ah, Michaela. It is so fantastic to be in studio with you. I know, right? I missed you. Ah! <laughs> oh my goodness. I missed you too. This week was crazy. Do you remember what you did this weekend? Because I vaguely do. Do I? Uh, I actually... Okay. Once again, guys, I sat with that assignment. Oh. Uh, luckily that it's due for this week, so... Once that is off my chest, I would be happy. But I think Saturday I went out with my best friend and we went to the one and only and mm. we just indulged in the view and the live music that was playing and it was so nice. Wow. It was, it was amazing. That honestly sounds like such fun. This weekend I literally was just working. I think I went out briefly with some of my best friends. I don't get to see them frequently, so whenever we do, it's always a fun time. But I literally, like, I worked up until I saw them. Slept over, left, and then went back to work. <laughs> wow. Okay, dedicated. Dedication and More like due dates are on top of me, and I need to get <laughs> to them. <laughs> but if you guys want to tell us how your weekend went, we would love to hear from you. You can WhatsApp us at 081-729-1657. Alternatively, you can also send us an SMS at 379 Eight, eight. Now we have such a fun-filled show for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We have some cool what's down in Cape Towns to do that you can do even in the cold because you know in winter not a lot of people want to go down into Cape Town. Definitely. I can't blame them. Then we have a nice groovy movie that is kind of a tribute of sorts and the meat of the show, the interview, I'm sure you guys probably saw on social media that we will be having Lauren Castle on. She will be talking to us about her testimony. Now, she has lived a life and she has healed from that life. She's grown in God. She's a strong Christian woman, a beautiful person in and out. And you guys don't want to miss this. We have an interesting Bible quiz that was a part of our Instagram poll and we are getting some very mixed answers but <laughs> guys she asked me can you believe it me yeah but it's I, I'm honestly excited to talk about it so stick around you guys it's going to be a fun show Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town what's down in Cape Town Cape Town what is down in Cape Town? It is seven past seven. You're tuned into 180 degrees on 7 to 9 a.m. And we are about to tell you about some fun things you can do in Cape Town. It's a fun, fun town, honestly. There's not another South African town I've been to that's this fun. You Joe Burgers out there, you're wrong. Y'all got to come over this side. <laughs> yes. In, actually, they be coming over in droves in like the festive season. So literally, yes. <laughs> The first one is to do tandem paragliding with Cape Hope Paragliding, which is an interesting thing to want to do in winter, but is apparently a very popular activity in I winter. I did it. Really? In winter? Well, not in winter, but I mean, it was flipping amazing. I wow. mean, everyone complains about like the height and whatever, but I, it, it puts you at peace and at ease. It actually sounds like something I would be totally into. But yeah, I, I can't believe you've done, you have to tell me more about this later. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Cape Town's tandem gliding trips typically take off from Lion's Head or Signal Hill. In addition to the intense adrenaline rush, Michaela can confirm. Yep. This is actually a very happening moment. All while soaring through the sky, it's fantastic. It's 
fun. And if you want to get in contact with them, I might have to save this number myself. You can call them at 061-583-4055. Alternatively, if you don't like calls, I get it. You can email them at info at capehopeparagliding.com. The next one is to go have coffee at Truth Cafe. I've been there. That place is actually like the aesthetic of the actual restaurant is so cool. Have you been there? I've seen it. A lot of my college friends at the time would go there and just vibe. It's honestly such a vibe. It's such a cool place. And like they do all this like art on your coffee. Because I remember they made a little elephant on my little like Americano or whatever I was drinking. And also they sponsor quite a few like shops in the area with coffee. But obviously it's not the same as going in. I know you like get like a discount, a student discount. Really? Yeah. um, If you show them your your pass. Wow. Yeah. So next time Zoe, show them. Yes. I have six months left. I'm I'm going to utilize it. (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys want to go to this fun, fantastic hipstery place, you can find it on 36 Baytonkunt Street in Cape Town City Center in Cape Town. Now the last one, but it is certainly not the least one, is a cooking class in the Burkhop. I've never heard of that. I would yeah. love to try that out. Mm-hmm. And then you can even look out the window and see all the beautiful little colorful houses. Super cool. I, I've ac- I've only been to the Burkhop like once. I went there to one of the little coffee shops. It mm-hmm. wasn't cooking, but like it's a beautiful place. Safer than a lot of people would make you believe because everyone's always like, no, don't go there. But it's actually a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. So the diversity of the Rainbow Nation is really reflected in a delicious melting pot of cuisines. In Cape Town specifically, Malay flavors are brought to the Cape. You know, back in antiquity, there are dishes like curries, babuti, breadies, denning flace, and more that you would learn to cook. If you guys are interested in having an authentic Cape Townian cooking cloth, you can go in either on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. It's is a bit steep, so maybe this is something you can save up for and have as a special occasion. I mean, who needs to learn how to cook every day? But if you would want to do this, it costs 1700 per person, and this includes transfers to and from your hotel. You will need to have a minimum of four people to book, though. But yeah. I feel like it's such a tourism thing yeah, to do. Yeah, right? it is. Honestly, I was thinking about it the other day because a friend of mine has gone to Bali and he's doing all these interesting things, and you know, like tourists really get to enjoy the country they go yeah. to, maybe even more so than and the residents. And they would residents. be willing to pay that amount. Yes, <laughs> honestly. But like if you can save up or maybe you're listening in another country and you want to come to Cape Town and you want to do some fun things, that would be a very fun, authentic South African mm. thing to do. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. So today in studio, we have Lauren Castle. Now, Lauren Castle is a very beautiful individual who has quite the testimony to share with us about how the Lord helped her overcome a difficult childhood because of circumstances beyond her control. She tells her story now here, also on Instagram, on her Instagram page. She speaks his word, and we are so excited and thrilled to be graced with her in studio. She's joining us here on Zoom, but it feels like she's right here with us. Good evening, Lauren. How are you? Hi, Zoe. Hi, Michaela. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you guys doing? We good. We good. We are good. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. The pleasure is honestly or ours. So I'd like to ask you, Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? 
that is actually probably the most difficult question. Because <laughs> it's so awkward if people ask, tell us about Tabak Award. Who am I? You know, but <laughs> anyway. Um, so basically, my name is Lauren. Hi, everyone. You know, I'm Lauren. Um, first and foremost, I am a follower of Christ. And I know it's cliche to say, but it's true. And it's such a privilege for me to journey with him through life. And um, it really was the best decision that I made to follow him. I think I got saved at 14. And it's been such a beautiful journey. Um, and then secondly, I am a family-orientated person. Um, I love spending time with my family, with friends, friends who became family. Mm. Um, and yes, I love, if you know me, I love coffee. I love a good <laughs> cup of coffee and quality conversation. <laughs> um, and then, yes, I also love being outdoors, being in nature, going outside. If you, like, want to go out, even because I'm someone to go with you, it's been like Lauren. I'm like I'm outside, <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely just love being outdoors. But fun fact though, I feel like a lot of the friends that I have tend to like to be homebodies to stay indoors. So I don't know how that happens, but I love it. Though. Opposite to track yeah. sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. yeah. So we know that you grew up with an absentee father in your life. This is yes. unfortunately a reality for many children not just in south africa but the world over how would you say that growing up with an absent father affected you but maybe in the less obvious ways um i think that one of the things that i will say is i was extremely independent Mm. and i know that it's something that is like kind of praised in society today but the independence i was experiencing was very unhealthy um, I think that God has placed us within family, within communities for a reason, for us to grow and to in, enrich one another. But for me, it was very hard for me to ask for help. It was mm. very hard for me to be like, okay, I'm struggling with this. Like, I yes. try to, in my mind, I feel like I have to figure it out on my own. And then I'd be like, okay, there's certain things I cannot do. Can you please help me? And when I asked for help, it felt very difficult for me to like, just express that I need help. Mm. So... I think that was one of the ways and also just, I think, being very hard on myself. Like I always felt that I needed to achieve or I had to do certain things to feel accepted or validated, you know, as an individual. Like I had to give a reason for you to kind of want to accept me. And it wasn't maybe outrightly, but I think in little ways. Mm. Um, that was just like internally what was happening in my heart. Yeah. And it was very hard for me to receive love or to receive like affection from others. So I was very like, yes, I love you, but like from a distance or mm. I, I wouldn't, it's very uncomfortable for me to like embrace, you know, just love. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lauren, I want to, I want to know, cause I mean, I've, I've myself, uh, ha- grew up to an extent um, of mm-hmm. not actually having my my real dad, uh, you know, really see me grow. Um, mm-hmm. Have you found it very difficult, or have you tried to seek that in a partner, or found yourself in like really mm-hmm. toxic situations because you're always still mm-hmm. looking for that fatherly love by a partner? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, no, no, I understand. I think that's a lot of um a lot of people that's their root, but I feel like I was on the polar opposite end. <laughs> um, I completely put my guard up. So relationships or like any interest from guys is like a no go, like you stay to the friend zone. She <laughs> <laughs> was a strong one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because I was just so afraid to open my heart in that way. So 
I don't think necessarily I went looking for love. I just like I was just so afraid to let anyone in mm-hmm. um because of the fear of being either like hurt or rejected again. Yeah. Um so I was definitely the girl whose guard was like up to over my head. Um just because I was so afraid of being hurt or being left again. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah, that's actually, that really ties in with what you said about your hyper-independence, which is a lesser-known mm-hmm. reaction to trauma that people don't realize mm-hmm. can legitimately happen. And it's, like you yeah. said, it's not always a good thing to be that independent. Mm-hmm. You need to know when mm-hmm. to ask for help, when it's getting dangerous, mm-hmm. that you are just yeah. taking up this whole load. I'd like to yeah. ask you, Lauren, can you tell us a bit about how you were able to overcome this? Because this is, you know, having an absentee earthly father you know mm-hmm. our heavenly father is always here he's omnipresent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i first want to say that i always knew god as like god being holy and being mm-hmm. there and i knew him as a savior like he saved me from my sin and and he came in him through christ as i standing with him but the the part or the aspect of God that I struggled with a lot was seeing him as father. Mm. And I think whenever I approached God and even like my independence kind of trickled into my asking the Lord for things. Um, so I would like express my love for the Lord. But when it came to that area of like God being father and being able to ask for things, it was very really hard for me, but mm. I didn't know how. So I think just that re- like relationship with God in that aspect was also very really challenging for me. Um, and then I must say that God has really God is so faithful. I think even in the moments where we feel afraid, yes. he still graciously like gives us other avenues to see his heart as a father. So through my family, through friends, um, he would use people to express his heart as a father towards me. And I think that throughout my life, throughout my walk with the Lord, he, I think he did like graciously to nudge me like, Lord, and let me in, let me heal you, you know, mm-hmm. let me touch your heart. I want you to see the fullness of who I am and that being God as a father. And I think every time I was like, oh, Lord, this is hard. Like the pain is too deep. Or I felt overwhelmed. He persisted. And I think through his gracious persistence over the years, I realized that, but no, God, he's, he's literally wanting me to experience him in his fullness. Mm-hmm. And I think without me knowing, like every time I gave him a little bit more space or I allowed him, you know, when, when I would spend time in place, spending time with him, I would like kind of let him just speak to that area. And I think it's just so amazing how God just is so like persistent in wanting us to, mm-hmm. to, to experience him for who he is and not experience him for the pain, you know, that sometimes our pain makes him out to be. Um, yeah. Uh, Lauren, I have another question for you. I actually have two questions. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really uh, excited about the topic. Um, have you found yourself blaming your dad for um, certain things in your life that has not, that you have not, or that you found yourself failing and needed a dad to be there, and you would just find yourself just like? Oh, the reason I didn't succeed in that is because I never had a father there mm-hmm. for me. Because mm-hmm. I know we always tend to run to that. That is the yes, no. <laughs> that is the yeah, one no, question. Is, yes, and definitely. I think in the area of romantic relationships, that was probably where I felt the most pain. And I said, Lord, if only I had a dad that I could go to and be like, Oh, dad, this guy said this, so I feel this way. Like, what must I do? I just feel like there's just nothing happening. So I felt very lost or like learning how to navigate my emotions 
in that area. So that's why I just completely shut it down because I felt like I don't want to get hurt again and I don't know how to ask the Lord, like, or I didn't have an earthly father, sorry, to ask advice from. So I think in the area of romantic relationships, most definitely I felt like, God, like, why did you let this happen? Because now I just don't know how to, to just experience this beautiful thing. And that's the thing I thought. I, I know that romantic relationship was beautiful and I think that it is a gift that God has given us. But it's just for me, I simply believe that it wasn't for me or like I would never be able to experience such a beautiful thing because of the pain and just the, the hurt that I endured with not having my earthly father present. So I think in, in that area, most definitely I felt that way. Okay. And uh, sorry, the second sorry, Zoe, I know you're so itching to say something. <laughs> the second question I have is, uh, have you ever rekindled that, that kind of relationship, like gone up to your father, you know, just hear his side of the story and maybe just mm-hmm. try to work things out to, to, you know, even though you're older now and he hasn't seen you mm-hmm. grow up, but moving mm-hmm. forward, you, if he can be in your life, you you would want mm-hmm. it now. Um, no, I haven't tried to rekindle a relationship because initially I didn't want to. Um, but now that you know the Lord graciously just allowed me to forgive and to you know just experience God as a father, I see the beauty of having your earthly father in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, should the moment come up, I think definitely. Am I afraid? Of course, but I'm way more willing now mm-hmm. to have that idea or the thought of it, you know, happening. And yes, I am a bit older, yeah. but I think like you, you, you'll always be a daughter, you know, it will always just be there. And like, I think that desire will just always be there. So if opportunity and God orchestrates it, most definitely I, I'm way more willing. Um, it is also the year he started the story because we just don't know. And I, I think I was okay with not knowing, but now I'm, I'm a bit curious to know what is his side of the story. I hope yeah. he's, he's tuned in. And if you guys rekindle, <laughs> just know that it's, it was because of me, no? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at Michaela doing the good work of the Lord. You know? <laughs> so I'd like to ask you, Lauren, like you said, you have, become a bit older now in many mm-hmm. ways. Sorry, I almost dropped something, but that's just me being clumsy. I'd like to ask you how you knew that it was the right time to share your story. Obviously, it's very daunting. You know, this is a very mm-hmm. brave thing that you're doing and it will connect and resonate with so many other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you didn't yeah. share this because you're like, yes, I'm going to turn this into yeah. a platform. But how did you know mm-hmm. that this was the right time um, I knew it was the right time when I was actually sharing with a friend, um, a good friend of mine. And I said, the minute I knew that this would encourage someone else and the focus wasn't on my pain anymore, but what the Lord has done. And I think just knowing that there are many people that experience this, as you said in the beginning of the interview. So I knew that the time was right when I felt the need to encourage other people and that you are not alone. And this is something that the Lord will can and really wants to walk out the journey with you if you allow him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. It, it It is very true, you know, that, you know, you have to do things in God's timing. His timing is the best mm-hmm. timing, even if mm-hmm. it doesn't always agree with what you want. So, yeah. Lauren, what advice could you give to a girl that, that 
is busy growing up without a dad? Mm-hmm. So I would say um, that God is so faithful and that you're not alone. I believe we may be experiencing... I think the enemy will also make you feel isolated. You're the only person going through this. That's a massive love me. Yeah, so a love me in me. But I would just encourage you that like, no pain is to be for God. And he's not afraid of the questions. He's not afraid of your emotions. He's not afraid um, of your fears. And he really, really, most definitely, I can say with, without a shadow of a doubt, wants to walk without with you. Wants you to walk in the fullness of what's on the other side of forgiveness and he really wants you to, to experience his heart and his love for you. And there's a verse, actually don't have the verse like on end, but it, it says that the perfect love of God casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I can testify to. And I can say that it's definitely possible. Wow. That, that I'm definitely sure that would touch some little girl's heart. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, even like an older woman mm-hmm. who may still be mm-hmm. dealing with that pain. So like yeah. I mentioned in the beginning of the sh- interview, you have started an Instagram page called She Speaks His Word. This is where I first read your testimony and I was very moved by everything that was written there. Can you tell us a bit more about She Speaks His Word and what you intend to do with it, your hopes for it? And anything else mm-hmm. of that matter? Yes, yeah, so she speaks his word. It's an Instagram page I felt led by the Lord to start. I think I started last October. Um, it's been growing very slowly, very steadily, just as God leads me. Um, so the vision is just to encourage women in Christ through his word. Um, over the years, I've found so much guidance and, and, and encouragement through his word, and I would love to share that with others. I think we live in a society where competition is so Thanks. high between females. We're always competing. Yeah. We're always wanting to, um, I don't know, prove things to one another, but that's not the way that it should be, especially as children of God. We should be there to encourage, to lift one another up, to correct if need be. Um, so the, the page actually is dedicated to, to Krishna to come to find encouragement. If you have any questions, you can ask, but also just for me to share what I've been learning. Um, what the Lord has been sharing with me and teaching me and guiding me through. Um, yes, so that's she speaks his word. Uh, that's amazing, Lauren. Honestly, it, it takes a lot to, um, you know, give of yourself even on social media because, you know, you get mm-hmm. those trolls, hey, Zoe? Facts. That says yeah. the meanest things and um, mm-hmm. is always out there judging you. And the fact that you are taking a stand, I really just hope that after this uh, segment that, people run to your um your instagram page and just support you you know guys truly just go out and support lauren on this um lauren i would i I really want to ask you to if you could pray for for pray for the young women out there that Mm -hmm. is struggling with the same situation and really just don't know which way to turn to yes of course you can speak Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, this is opportunity that you create through God, and it's not by chance of God, it's by perfect design, Lord. I pray for everyone that is listening, Father God, young and old, Lord God, that has gone through a similar experience, who maybe, Lord God, is wanting to walk out the journey of healing, Lord God, is wanting to give it over to you, but just simply doesn't know how. Father, I pray, Lord, that as 
you have graciously Lord God walked this journey with me I know that you are so willing and more than able to do it whoever Father God is out there listening Father I pray that they will see your heart as just a father towards the God you love us tremendously even so Father God that you're willing to be so patient with us oh God I pray that as they read your word, Lord God, as they go on their knees quietly, just praying, Father God, sharing their heart with you, I just pray that they will receive the love of God that you have for them. I pray, Lord God, that they will know that they can bring every fear, every thing of rejection, pain, abandonment, they can give it to you in exchange, Lord, for your peace, in exchange for your love of God. And I just pray that also, God, that you will silence every voice of discouragement and doubt, Lord God, from the enemy, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you, Lauren. That was such a powerful Mm. prayer. And I know that there's someone out there listening who they feel very touched by that. We are at the end of the interview, and I'm so thankful that we were here this in Women's Month and that we had such a great interview. I thoroughly enjoyed myself, Mm -hmm. and I know that the people listening out there are touched as well. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having Thank me, Zoe Bikela. So Thank you. You are a very brave young woman. Yeah. God has done That's a whole glory thing in your life. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. But I believe we have to say goodbye for now. Bye. 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 Wow. Michaela, what an interview. That was, that was too sweet, eh? It was. It really was. I'm so glad that we can have real people in here. Talk about a what they situation. go through. Yes, you know. Talk about real miracles, how God has actually touched their lives, and, and things that are relatable. Exactly. You know, I love that we can relate to situations. You know, because there's many women, like myself included, that has grown up with an absent father, mm. and uh, to hear someone share about it, you know, it's mm-hmm. not something that you normally would think of to share about because like a lot of us feel like it's our problems. We will deal with it, but you know that you're not alone Mm -hmm. and that you weren't the only one growing up like that. Yeah. It's touching. It's a beautiful thing to know that you can have a bit of a community like that with someone who understands you, who gets you. I remember first time I experienced something like that, not for this particular issue, but for something else when I was in high school and I Mm. was suddenly surrounded by people who were like me. It's a very homely feeling. Mm. And then together you can come and help yourselves heal through the trauma you've gone through. There's there's just so much that can be done in community. Zoe, what was the Instagram page again? The Instagram page was at she speaks his word. I believe there are underscores separating each word, but I will confirm. Okay. It's I've I've been on it. It's a good page. Ah, I think you should. (laughs) But for now, let's go on into the mystery Bible quiz. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Mystery Bible quiz. Welcome to 180 Degrees. You are tuned into 7 to 9 a.m. And we are in the Mystery Bible Quiz section of the show. Now, this is not the first time we'll be asking this question, as the Bible Quiz question has been available for a couple of hours now on our Instagram page, I Am Youth Radio, because we are a part of the I Am Youth movement. movement. Indeed. But I'm still going to ask you guys here to give you some level ground. The question is, what animal swallowed Jonah while he was running away to Nineveh. Now, this animal swallowed him 
whole. It didn't just swallow his leg. It was his whole body. Oh, like a sticky, you know, like they would say, <laughs> a sticky of his leg. Yeah, right? Person. It wasn't just, he didn't just lose a toe to this animal. It was his <laughs> whole body for like three days. And guys, I know that the answer might seem in your face. Yeah. But there's a twist. Because really... Zoe's doing the Bible quiz, guys. <laughs> Zoe's doing it. So you know that she doesn't just do things so easily. Yes, yeah, now like a bit of a challenge here. <laughs> we have some options for you guys if you want to try them out. The first one is a donkey. The next one is a shark. A shark can swallow humans. They've swallowed quite a few yeah. humans. The next one is a whale. That's a massive creature. I mean, it's a whale. I think we both could fit there. I think so too. Myself, it's a it's a mammoth of an animal. And the last one is a very large fish. As you guys are sitting amongst yourselves trying to decide, could a donkey swallow Jonah whole? You can send us the answer to 081-729-1657. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. The question was, hmm, what animal swallowed Jonah whole? Hmm. We asked you guys this question on Instagram and on WhatsApp. We got some responses. Martin says... A whale. Martin from Grassy Park says this. Bertha says a fish. Hendrix says a whale. Helen Allegra says Ooh, a whale. Yes. Love the name. Yeah, that's a beautiful name. Nicolene Adams says a whale. And Mandy DeVos says the Bible says a big fish. Now, we also ran a poll on our Instagram page, I am Youth Radio, asking you guys what animal swallowed Jonah Hole? We had some options. The first one being a donkey, which thankfully got 0% of the votes. Thank you, Lord. Because donkeys do not swallow people. They're not carnivorous. But I'm sure in the right circumstances, they could be. The next lowest one was a dolphin, which got 7% of the votes. And then the big... yeah, Was the dolphin an option? Apparently so. When I made this this morning, apparently it was an option. Oh, wow. Wow. Not the right option, but it was an option. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have the big two. A whale got 60% of the votes and a really large fish got 33% of the votes. Hmm. So what is it, Zoe? Tell us. I'm glad you asked, Michaela. So according to ancient Hebrew texts, you know, the original language that this, you know, these books were actually written in. The animal that swallowed Jonah is described as a great or big fish. It is in Hebrew. The word is actually, um, the word is actually, uh, dag gadol. If there are any speakers or people who study the language out there, I'm sorry for butchering it. But yeah, that's what it is in the original text. It is a whale. And you should see the, the talk that has been inspired by this. Many people who believe it is a whale, uh, uh, a blue whale, I believe it is, mm. know that the throat of a blue whale is actually too small to swallow a human whole. However, they say perhaps a humpback whale may be able to swallow a human whole. Their throats are a bit bigger. But with God, anything is possible. But I legit never thought that the whale or fish swallowed him, that he was just chilling in the mouth. No, but I feel like he was in his stomach. No, man. No, but like when I was... But but this is also one of the reasons why a lot of people think it's a whale in children's like books where Mm. they like children Bibles. 
they depict the animal as a whale. And when they draw the picture, it's like Jonah chilling in the belly of a whale. There's even a song sleeping with so the fishes Zoe, in the belly of the whale. How would it happen that it could be a dolphin, though? <laughs> We're going to have to ask the 7% of our audience who believe that it could be a dolphin. We have some, uh, quite a few questions for you guys. But for now, let's go on into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. And as Zoe would say, yes, chocolates truly are. (laughs) I cannot lie. Well, dark chocolate. To stay healthy, we have health tips, Zoe. I don't know about that last one. Like, milk chocolate is a pretty... No. It has a lot of dopamine in it. I can confirm this. I've never been sad eating milk chocolate. I will not comment. Okay. So, guys, today's happy health tip is seven ways to reduce stress. Now, stress gets to all of us. I mean, honestly, I've just showed Zoe a breakout on my leg. Because of stress. So I even deal with it. I'm actually taking tips tonight. (laughs) So the first one is get enough sleep. Because you know what happens is sometimes if we don't have enough sleep, we wake up quite moody. Facts. And it... It, it affects our mental health, actually. So true. It it can also affect you on so many levels, like your mood. Eventually, I feel like if you don't get enough sleep, it starts to affect your physical appearance, exactly. the luggage under your eyes. No. Luggage, that's a good way of putting it. Because mm, it's like, you could like immigrate your entire family to Europe, eventually. <laughs> I guess so. Now I have a new term for that, guys. I always thought it was bags, but you know, luggage is the best term. Anyway, the second one is learn to you know, relax by doing exercises. Like Yes. A lot of people say yoga is quite peaceful. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you can do where it's deep breathing yes. and you know, just zone. Get into mm-hmm. that zone. So a lot of people meditate as well. Mm-hmm. These are all forms of relaxation. Just to put you at ease. Now, I personally love gymming. It, yeah, I just joined the gym. Oh, Z- guys, Zoe doesn't need to gym, but okay. no, but it's for like relaxation. You like. know those people that are just naturally thin, and you like <laughs> that hater because you can't get thin right now. That's what's happening. Okay, so the second, the third one is you know strengthen your social network. Now Zoe had a whole segment on why we shouldn't connect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am not criticizing that, but that's just a hint. Uh, so connecting with others, uh, talking to classmates and, you know, just organizing, uh, you know, group support yeah. groups. It, it really just helps you when you are stressed out to connect yeah. with someone else and know that mm. other people are going through the same thing. Facts. I mean, I think, cause I'm going to stand by what I said. It's oh, a time God. and place. If you're sick, stay at home. If you got to study, stay at home, but generally don't stay at home. There is strength to be had when you commune with other people so that's a very good point you don't realize how stressed you are sometimes mm. until you see your best friend and you're like wow oh my god we can stress together yes <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing okay guys so the fourth one is own your time management skills so if you know how to juggle any issue or situation you're currently going in and you you time manage your day better it will actually help you to de-stress so true 
it, it's also just a reassuring feeling knowing that you've put time aside to mm. do this task. And then when it gets done, knowing you don't have to do it anymore and you can focus on other things. It's just, it's an amazing feeling, truly. Time management is like something I recommend. Guys, I suck at time management. So <laughs> I think that would definitely be something I need to work on. I think it's one of the harder parts of adulting. It is. Yeah. Because like and when you're in school and stuff, everything is just at a certain time. But like as an adult, you know, no one is telling you, oh, you need to do this at this time. You must make that choice yourself. That's what makes it so difficult. Exactly. Okay. So the fifth one is <laughs> resolve stressful situations. So don't let stressful situations fester. Mm. Hold family problem solving sessions and use negotiation skills. True. At home do and a, at work. Do a CCMA right in your living room. You know? Just connect and guys solve your problems. And I feel like the best people to to open up about those problems is your family because like yes. they wouldn't judge you. Mm-hmm. You know, blood is thicker than water. Exactly, and they give the best advice. Well, my mom and my dad gives me really good advice. So I, if I'm ever stressed, I always just talk to them. Mm, same. And okay. they want to help you because they're your family. They love you. So when older, wiser members of your family have things to say, I think you should take it to heart. Definitely. So number six is nurture yourself. Now, this I am a big fan of. If I can go to the spa whole day, get a full body massage and a good wax, ooh, ooh I am a four-way. As you should. You know. And then number seven, last but not least, ask for help. Guys, I know that a lot of us have pride, but do not feel prideful. Ask for help whenever you're feeling stressed out because you never know that that advice at that very moment could help you from a really toxic situation. So true. I feel like this kind of connects in the amazing interview we had with Lauren Mm -hmm. where she said as a trauma response, she like started to distance herself from people. It was difficult for her to get help. And it's like, Humans are not an island, you know. We are made to live in communities, to ask each other for help, to reach on to other people. It's like that song, Lean On Me, when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. Wow, Zoe. I'll help you carry on. Sing sing the whole song (laughs) right now. (laughs) We do not have time. We have three minutes until eight o'clock. It's fantastic here in studio, but we will have to say goodbye soon. We're going to be back again next week, same time. Thank you, by the way, for those tips. I'm going to have to use them. Same year. I have like several assignments due this week. I am stressed. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely doing the whole spa thing. I mean, I mm. need it after that assignment, guys. I've been saying week after week that yes. I have to hand it in. So mm-hmm. I need a stress free moment. Now you need to like relax yourself mm. after that stressful time. Dark chocolate, Zoe. Wow. I want you to be relaxed, not stressed out. So I would not recommend dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> We have to say goodbye, you guys. We'll be back here same time next week. It's going to be a fun show. You don't want to miss it. But if yep. you do miss it, you can catch us up on our website, on our podcast, www.kpulpit.co.za. You can also find our Facebook Live. But stick around for the youth show that plays afterwards. For now, we're just going to listen to Your Love Defends Me by Matt Ma. But goodbye for now. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>